Goal Mate, Al Foran's Football Forum, a Goal Aid original. Hello folks and you're very welcome to episode 3 of Goalmouth Al Foran's Football Forum. This is a Goal Out original podcast focused on all things football. Goal Out is the home of Irish podcasts. The new Goal Out app is available to download for free now in the App Store. You'll find new episodes of Goalmouth every Tuesday at lunchtime, first on the Goal Out app and all major podcast platforms. And I am here with my co-host Paddy Murphy. How are you, buddy? How are you doing, Al? I'm very good. Hope everyone listening is, is fine and dandy as, as I'm as happy. I am. Me and you are both happy men in this podcast yeah, because I'm happy. I'm happy well, you're always you. going to be happy every week, but me, yeah. I'm happy this week because my team won. I'm Which delighted. A rarity these days, and I'm yeah, happy for you. Yeah. you know, I'm they won on a Saturday you. as well. I can't remember the last time they won on a Saturday. Great times. I can't Great right. times to be. I'm delighted. Fan. I'm chuffed. Um, anyway, coming up on today's episode, we were very critical of him last week, calling for his exit from the club. And then he scores a hat-trick to help United beat Tottenham. We reassess where we are with Cristiano Ronaldo. But Paddy, that first goal was an absolute cracker, wasn't it? Very, very nice. The way he... The assist from Fred as well, but mm. the, way, the way he took it in and just blasted it. Yeah. Uh, exquisite goal, um, I have to say. Shades of his former self. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. Well, he scored an absolute peach against uh, Tottenham as well away this season, a volley. Tottenham are good for that, aren't they, given... They are great, yeah. Given, given poor old clubs down on their luck at times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to tap into the TikTok Paddy Murphy. We said we'll only get 10% of them in this podcast. Um, more on Ronaldo later on in the podcast, including some of the, some of the thoughts of our famous faces. Paddy was in England yesterday and he ran into a few of them, so we will hear what they have to say. Paddy, you were in England over the weekend. What did you get up to, pal? I was. I was down in Eastbourne, mate. Playing a little charity football game, you know okay. they were like they mostly English, but they were like, "Listen, we need to get Ireland's best footballer." So they gave me a call, yeah. And of course, as it was for charity, I am duly obliged. And Good I had a man. great leaving. I didn't score. I was robbed. Um, my teammate Luke um, didn't sweat it to me as FIFA players would say. I was at the back post, ready for it to tap it in. And this is this is a charity game with all of the football yeah. TikTokers. Yeah, you said Carla Dragon, Simple yeah. Simon. All, if you, if they're big on TikTok, they're they were probably there to be fair. Yeah, and it was a good. It was eight hundred people there watching, which was a bit mad. That's brilliant. And on one stage, they're all chanting rather fruitful things to me. You fat expletive, and you know what? I actually enjoyed it and and willed it on. I was like, how how loud? And I, I loved it. it. Was great. <laughs> you know, I'm a showman. I enjoyed that. I prefer they were singing more, you know, nicer things. But you have to embrace it. Well, if I was there, I'd be singing you beautiful expletive. Thank Paddy. you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I appreciate that. One hundred percent, pal. No, beautiful. That is great to hear. Great to hear. Um, and also, a lot has changed at Chelsea since we spoke about Roman Abramovich putting the club up for sale last week. So we will be revisiting that. Uh, but firstly, we'll move on to our first segment of the week keeping tabs on United um, yeah let's continue on with the Ronaldo discussion Paddy um, please I'm looking forward to it I first episode of this podcast I had doubted him I said that maybe his time is up at United I questioned his all round play mm. um, and I, but I did know in the back of my head he'd, he'd do something in one game to kind of shut people up temporarily and he did that. He proved me and so many other people wrong. Now you are still sticking to your guns, which is understandable. It is understandable because I had people going at me on Twitter saying, you should have never doubted him. 
I gotta be honest, you gotta look at him the past two, three months. Yeah. You know, he hasn't really provided anything. Yeah. And he showed up in that game. Yeah. But I think it's a case of him he, he got a good rest before this game against Spurs. He was obviously out for the, the mm-hmm. city game. And the fact that Cavani is over having a holiday in Uruguay quite frequently, mm. uh, it's it's hampering Ronaldo's form and consistency. Because let's be honest, we've said it in the first episode, he is thirty seven years old. And I think he needs to realise that he can't play every game. Listen, yeah, absolutely. It was a phenomenal hat-trick, you know. It was a really good performance by him. Probably his best since he came back. Mm. You know, and does that change anything, in my opinion? No. Not unless he does that every week. Not a hat-trick, but, you know, he yeah. needs to play to that level every week. It's funny, it's, though, because he's, sec- he's the second top scorer now in the league. Eight goals behind Salah. Yeah, I think he's joined second. He's not quite out right second? I think Salah and Mane are there. there but, yeah. Or, sorry, uh, Jota and Mane are there, there, there. but yeah. listen phenomenal from him but I, I don't like, I don't think it changes much you know great I, it, unless he starts to do that frequently and, and consistent performances then it'll matter um, but you know you know, hopefully for me and other haters of United if you, he won't do that every week because you know when he's on form he's phenomenal um, I don't think he shut anyone up or proved anyone wrong you know people are, with their opinions of Ronaldo this season are still valid he still has been poor this season and overall been poor this game as phenomenal as it was, doesn't change much in my opinion. Again, unless he follows it up with another good performance. No, he's not going to score a hat trick every week. No one will, but he needs to perform every week at the highest level. No, he does one hundred percent, and it is. It's it's kind of we're, we're basing it off the last two to three months. Mm. He just hasn't shown up for United, and it's kind of as if he's you know he's lost kind of a a bit of his all round play, his mm. goal scoring, um, and he's lost a bit of pace as well, but. Yesterday, he was a completely different animal. His link-up play was phenomenal. Um, he provided that. It, it, it was if, I think Roy Keane said it, he was playing with a bit of aggression. aggression. Mm. He was playing with, you know, with a massive point to prove. And that's the thing. You, you have to be so careful about, <laughs> about questioning Ronaldo because he will fucking, he'll make you eat your words. And if he does continue on, if he continues on consistently... Like the next, the next time, the next game for Man United is Atletico Madrid at home. Yeah, and he loves playing Atletico Madrid mm. at home for any for for the last two clubs he was at Juventus and Real Madrid. So you know, there's a chance he could pop up in that game on Tuesday. Absolutely, and it would be be the perfect you know follow on from mm. that performance. He was great. I must admit, he uh, he was really really on form, and as good as the first goal was, the header is for this for the third goal phenomenal. was also phenomenal. The way yeah. he gets up and just bangs it absolutely bangs yeah. it so it was phenomenal um, and yeah as you said he does have a nice history against Atletico de Madrid and United need him to be fair they need him they mm. need to go through to save their season really because I don't think well they're obviously he's vital in else. those games yeah I don't. I still don't think they're going to get top 4 um, by any means oh no I don't I don't, think, I don't think so either I mean it's still a massive show for them to, to, yeah. to get top 4 and I don't think it's possible at all the, the Champions League is really all they have and you just need a, you just need a big result mm. against Atletico Madrid because they're a Tough team to play, mm. and to be honest with you, I, I really do An hope United, I, unit. I really do hope United go through because I want Liverpool to get them in the quarterfinals. <laughs> that would be the easiest two two games you've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, Andrew, can you imagine? We'll clip that, and if by some miracle something happens that makes me very happy, I want you to can clip you that, that? mail, pal. <laughs> and we've only we've only played each other once in Europe. That was the Europa League. Yeah, is not nuts? The Europa yeah, League. And we, well, Coutinho done a number on you. Yeah. Um, great player. 
Um, but I'd love to play United. Even uh, listen, you know, on their day, you never but know. From, but from you know, from a fans oh, and atmosphere yeah. perspective, United and Liverpool playing in Europe would be phenomenal. Yeah, but you Cham- don't know, you know, especially Champions League would be absolutely biblical. But we got to we got to get through Atletico first. Um, yeah, and the race to be the next United manager is back in the papers again for what feels like the eighth day this week. The Daily Mirror are reporting that Eric Ten Hag is ready to answer the Man United SOS and would even work alongside Ralph Ranić in the dugout next season. Um, I don't, I don't see that really working. Um, with 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 um two <laughs> managers in the dugout. Uh, Ten Hag though would be a serious coup for for United, but I don't think I feel like he's destined somewhere for somewhere. No, else. I think if Ranić needs to be upstairs, yeah, it, well, or does he? No, he definitely needs to be upstairs. I wouldn't have him as an assistant manager. He needs to be pulling the strings with the scouts. With he he needs a director role. Yeah, this like this consultancy role that he has for two years, I believe, is a smokescreen for mm. the director of football role. Um, and you need someone like Ranić in there because he's a breath of fresh air. I love his just his honesty yeah. about everything. You yeah. know, he he um Who's he's not he's not prote- job, he's not protecting the egos yeah. at the club and it's it's refreshing to see. As much as I loved Ole, Ole he <sighs> in a way you could commend him for being protective of the players and in a way you shouldn't really because you know you look at you know some of the you know the all of the the rumors of a, of a rift you know in at Carrington and mm. you know it came to full fruition when Ranya came in yeah. you know the the dirty laundry was aired as soon as he came in and Ollie obviously he kept that away from from the media yeah of course um, but I think he should have he should have been more I suppose ruthless and in that aspect when he was managing the club and this is what I like about Ranić this is the difference between Ole and Ranić you know he's calling out Rashford he said if Rashford wants to leave he can leave mm. you know? too right yeah yeah Which is, it, it, it is it, you need a character like that you can't mm. let these uh, overpaid footballers you can't. You know, rule the roost you have to be the boss they have to fear you they have to you know want to impress you but yeah. then there's too many free freeloaders or people just coasting along you know they think they can just come and check their collect their paycheck you have to inst- shite, like. you have to instill discipline oh yeah on any squad mm. you know and and it's it's certainly the case with and I always and but they are the blueprint city and liverpool and even chelsea as well with Tuchel yeah you know those managers instill a discipline yeah. in those players Although I think Frank Lampard's a bit, <laughs> I think he's a bit too much, isn't he? He's he's his interviews are the maddest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's fighting two different personalities coming out. Like sometimes, yeah, he is. And he, I mean, he has a tough job in his hands. Alone. He's he's getting relegated. Yeah. But Ten Hag, he's he's hinted as he's looking for a new challenge after Marco Overmars' exit as Ajax director of football prompted the Dutchman to consider his own future at the club. So yeah, it seems to be that. In Ajax, you know, he's he's grown frustrated by the huge turnover of players he has to deal with because of Ajax's policy of selling top talent at the right price and the constant challenge of having to rebuild his team. So I think it's kind of... And I think that was an indicator with, with Overmars kind of leaving the club. That was a massive indicator that maybe Ten Hag mm. will leave at the end of the season. Like, well, you know, it's mad, but you know, last week it was all Pochettino this, Pochettino that, now it's yeah. Ten Hag, you know, like, did the United board themselves even know who they want? But you, you're a United fan, who do you want? If oh, you I could, want Ten Hag. You want Ten Hag, he's your man. I do want Ten Hag. 
Although, you know, to I, I, I feel sorry for Poch. Mm. I think he has a lot of people breathing down his neck at PSG. Yeah. Uh, I think Leonardo is is a hindrance on any manager at PSG. It's rumored that he's going to be gone in the summer with Le- Mbappe. Leonardo? Yeah. Yeah, well, it seems to be good because he, he, he seems to just cause issues. Yeah. It's just a mess at that club. There's no structure. It's, it's not a... Yeah. It's, not, it's just a team of individuals who couldn't even manage to win the league last season. Lille won the league, league last season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they, they seem to be coasting it this year and rightfully so. Mm. You know, you've no excuses with it, with that front three. Yeah. Um, Would you take Poch though? <sighs> Would you be happy with Poch? Yeah, I'd I'd be content. Mm. I would be content. I wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't be. Oh, this is the end of the world. You know, I would be. I'd be basing him off his uh, the work he did at Spurs in the first few years he was there, and Southampton as well. He's he is a very he's an, he's an impressive manager with you know the style of football that he plays but the PSG job has done him no favours no it's, it's done him no f- it, it really is you're coming in with the remit there to win the Champions League win the and it didn't help how they it's, bottled it against it's Real, basically like. project win Champions League yeah. that's it and I feel as if when they do that I just think oh what's what's next for them now <laughs> you know because one, so. and I always think why would any player want to go to that league and play in that league because it's not Shite. really that it's competitive. Terrible. No, it's a terrible league. It's, it's not that competitive. They're not even in the top five leagues anymore. They're sixth in the yeah. competition, which just tells you. like Pochettino is not the worst, but I think Ten Hag is kind of the, the creme de la creme of what's, of what's available right now. Yeah, he is. But I feel like there's going to be stiff competition for him. Um, I feel like City could be looking at him if one, for one Guardiola leaves. I do think Guardiola has maybe like one more season. Well, well, if Pep wins the Champions League, I, I've always said... When he wins the Champions League with City, that could be that's him gone. I don't want Man City to ever win the Champions League because you know for obvious reasons. But that could be a blessing in disguise if it means Pep goes because then Klopp can have a monopoly at it. However, Klopp is also going to be leaving soon, so that's a pain in the ears. I do think Pep leaving or not leaving will 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 affect Klopp and whether he wants to extend or not. Because if Pep leaves, I think Klopp will be like, yeah, for sure, I'm going to stay here and win <laughs> some, more, some more titles. <laughs> yeah, <that's> super cool. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, I hope that's what he says. You're trying to stay on my thunder, are you? I, look, I had to. I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to do Klopp. I'm no impressionist, but I'm, I'm going to try and do Klopp. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah, I think I've copied you and Connor Sketches clap for a while. <laughs> you know, I just take a bit of good, the good of both. Yeah, blend the both, yeah. and then you have the best version. Paddy. The best of both worlds. <laughs> so Pochettino, Ten Hag, fair enough. Whoever comes in, do they keep Ronaldo or should they keep Ronaldo? Well, I do think it depends on if United is finishing the Champions League, which is looking which very no. unlikely. Impossible. But if he does stay, if he does actually end up playing Europa League football next season. <laughs> um, I don't think Europa he will. He won't. Conference he, won't. League he wouldn't stay. I, 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 I think he would, yeah, he he would like dispute that. It, it, I am it, not playing in the Europa League. It is kill, it, it killing him, kill him inside if he played in the Europa League. I think League. he played in it once. Just, I think he played in a couple of times at Sporting Lisbon right at the start. But, I feel like to have a Europa League badge on Ronaldo's yeah. shirt would be a disgrace. I feel he's better than not playing it at all. But if he does end up staying with either of those managers coming in, obviously Cavani has to go. That's so important in the summer transfer mm. window. He has to go. Yeah. Um, and we have to bring in a young striker who can compete with Ronaldo. Because we need that. We need a young forward. Um, 
and and that one of those young forwards is you know Haaland it's looking likely he's going to go to City oh yeah that's gonna you be, know that's and that's going to that's a tough one that's to going to that's going to just yeah that's going to kill all of us you know it really is I mean they're doing alright without a striker but to get a lad in there and at score Vla- about 40 goals I look at Vlahovic at Juventus right now and that was a missed opportunity you reckon? and Juventus yeah Juventus really they they got in there quick for him and they have they have a proper a proper player in their hands there's a few strikers that I've kind of I, I don't know anything about but I've heard through <laughs> room no there's a Nunes guy off Benfica Darwin Nunes, yeah. Darwin Nunes if you could provide more context on him he's going to really cost you a pretty penny that's for sure he's yes. Uruguayan as well so get out oh, out with the old Uruguayan in with the new in with the new Getting a young striker in to compete with Ronaldo will do wonders for Ronaldo, if in my opinion, because yeah. him playing every game with Cavani basically doing what he wants mm. is hampering his form. And as I said earlier, him missing the City game and kind of, you know, being out for was it a week and a half, mm. he actually played pretty well, you know. So, um, so long story short, Cavani out, young striker in. Ronaldo playing the Europa League, happy. But what? But what? You like? I don't know. Like, if you get a young striker in, who who do you play more than? Who do you prioritize? Like, Ronaldo's not going to be happy to be the second fiddle. No, he's not going to be happy, but he's going to be hungry, isn't he? He's going to be aggressive. I don't, I don't see he's going to be aggressive like he was against Spurs the other day. He can't. But he can't. I just feel like he won't be able to do that every week. If he could, great. But why hasn't he done it to date? Like, he can't do it every week because Cavani's having a fucking holiday over in Uruguay. That's why. Yeah, two fucking songs we dedicated to Edinson Cavani I loved the fella last year I loved him last season but he has taken the piss and I'm telling you right I know I'm going off on a tangent here but players do get really upset and emotional about losing their their number they do Martial when Ibrahimovic came in and Ibrahimovic took the number 9 off him and Martial was number 11 he was so upset he was so upset. He was. Aww. Poor Marshall. And the same with Cavani. Oh, he's it seems only on to about 250 grand a week. Oh, I know. God Marshall. bless him. God bless him. And Cavani. <laughs> they took the number seven off me. I'm fucking <laughs> off to Uruguay for a lovely holiday. No, to be fair, I can relate. I can, well, not relate, but I can I can imagine how annoying that would be. You know, getting your number robbed. It's basically saying, fuck you, like you're not good enough. Well, players are prima donnas. Like, they earn yeah. so much money. And, and it is. It just seems to be a case where if they lose their shirt number... That they value so much and they're probably building a brand around it. Because I think he was building a brand around it, Marshall, at the time. It was AM9. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. And then Zlatan came in. But Zlatan's a weird... Like, Zlatan was all right for United, but to give him his whole number, like, Marshall should have been prioritised. Zlatan was good. He was very good for United. He Mm. was their third top goal... No, second top goal scorer since... Robin Van Persie yeah. in United, Fergie's last season. United loves, a fact for you. United love Simon. Who's the top scorer? Who's, what? Who is the top scorer since Fergie retired at United? If you... Rooney. No. Wait, hold on. Oh, Rashford. No. no? Bruno Fernandes. Is it? Yeah. Bruno more Fernandes Ra- last season. More than Rashford. Oh, what do you mean in one season? In one season. Oh, yeah. All, all competitions. Oh, right. I thought you meant who scored the most goals since Ferguson retired. No, 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 I'm sorry, in a season, sorry. I, I probably have, I would have said that. Bruno then. Yeah, Bruno Fernandes. And Paris. let's talk about Karim Benzema's performance in the Champions League against Paris Saint-Germain. World class. Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, I mean, he did get a helping hand from PSG in their absolute calamitous defending. Yeah. But wow, that couple of minutes when they got the second and the third, 
phenomenal. Absolutely. They East look East good East. this season, don't they, Real Madrid? I don't fear them. I don't fear Madrid. They don't they look good. They look decent in the second. PSG gave it to them. Who knocked you out of the Champions League last year? Uh, 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 Ozan Kabak. Uh, there and was Nat, no fans Ozan Kabak uh, and Nat Phillips uh, as the centre-back the, the, the 12th man wasn't there. You don't slightly fear Real Madrid. Uh, like I listen, I, I don't I don't fear They're them, but I don't. Well I'm not I'm up. not looking forward to playing them. If I in my or, like I don't want to play City. I don't want to play Bayern. I mean, we're getting to Liverpool stuff later, but no. Well, back to Benzema. Um, no, he's they, they, were, they were gifted the game though. PSG threw it away. Let's not take the piss. Like, mm. don't, Remedy weren't phenomenal. Modric was great as well, by Just, the way. Modric was unreal. Oh, incredible! How is he well. still? Yeah, he's still that was a, a world-class performance. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He was everywhere, winning balls, pinging balls, yeah. assisting that second one. Oh. He's um, he's a beautiful footballer to watch. Mm. He's just yeah. technically brilliant. He's quick as well for his age. 30, he's 36 years old, but he's very quick. And I think it's funny, when he was signed for Real Madrid, it was like he was voted the worst ever foreign signing or something in La Liga or... Uh, in his first season, he got was a he? yeah, yeah, but he really turned it around. Yeah, phenomenal. I learned my lesson last year when we when Liverpool drew Real Madrid. I was like, ah, oh, easy. Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro passed it. Has been footballers. Casemiro absolutely bossed the midfield. Casemiro destroyed Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, their midfield is unbelievable. You can't see him. He gets. He doesn't get enough appreciation. He's not. He's not quality. quite. He's not quite the level of uh, Fabinho or anything, But listen, he's alright. I'd say him and Fabinho. No, and I know. Nah, you, I know. Casemiro's on, on, on the way down, but he was un- He's been unreal. His well, career. He's not on the way down, but like he's not. As he's good only as he used thirty. To be. Yeah, he's a good player. He's good only thirty. And Fabinho's what twenty-seven. But no, listen, Kareem Benzema, unbelievable. Kareem the dream. Um, world-class player. You could say arguably the best player in the world at the mo- at the moment, top along with Salah. Easily top four. And your top yeah. four is probably Benzema, Salah, Lewandowski, and Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. I'd, Whatever I'd, I'd, order you want to go with. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, Which is mad that Messi and Ronaldo aren't quality, there anymore. But. You know, and Ronaldo overshadowed Benzema for a long time, but Benzema yeah. still he still was consistent every season. Mm. He'd still get you your 25, 30 goals a season yeah. while playing with Ronaldo. But now that it's his time to shine... He's finally getting recognition. Oh, my God. And has he... Even elevated his game even more because yeah. you couldn't, you know, you couldn't fault him even when Ronaldo, he was playing with Ronaldo. He was yeah. unbelievable. The class. Um, yeah, He's just been doing a, it for years. Just a brilliant player. I remember watching him um, for Leon when United played Leon in the second round of the Champions League in two thousand and eight, the year we won it. And I remember watching him. I remember thinking, Jesus Christ, this this kid is going to be. Something else. He, and a year later, yeah. he went to Real Madrid. When I watched him, I, I can't. I saw similarities to the Brazilian Ronaldo. Just it, with his physicality, his pace, mm. his finishing. Yeah, he's he's a but, he's a he's a yeah. marvelous player. But on the Benzema mauling of PSG, PSG, their fans recently booed their own mm. players in a trino win against Bordeaux. Um, and Neymar and Messi was was two of the players they booed. And off the back of it, Luis Suarez, I think, put up a story on Instagram saying, "Football fans have short memories, as always. I love you, I love you, or something like that." But to boo, whatever about booing Neymar, because I do feel like he's a bit of a, you know, he's not lived up quite to the hype. Mm. Um, but to boo Messi is mad, isn't it? The, the, uh, yeah. the best player of all time, second best player of all time, depending on who you it's ask. Great, and if they're United fans it. or not, he's not doing it for PSG. He's had it. No, he's been decent though. He's had his moments. Yeah, but I think it's very hard to go from 
playing he's for not one been club awful. your whole life. He's not no. been awful at all. It's an but... adjustment. It's a, it's a culture shock. New language, new league, new team. He's only ever known Barcelona and yeah. obviously the national team. Um, but it's, like, Messi isn't the reason PSG lost. It was their own their own feebleness and their own bottling. Well, he, he had somewhat of... A, you know, Barcelona was a comfort zone for Messi mm. when... when yeah. When he was there, he was there practically his whole career. And they played to him, for him. They, they played they, to him, they yeah. played the system around them. I think that's the difference of PSG, because PSG have multiple superstars. They have a Neymar, Mbappe, um, obviously Messi. Um, so when when the system isn't solely dedicated to Messi, it can he has to do his own thing, kind of can hinder him. But to boo Messi just is so baffling. He's only there six months. How is it his fault? He's, mm. he's never won the Champions League. He's never won the Champions League. Messi signing the greatest player of all time or again, the second greatest player of all time depending on who you ask and if they're United fans. But this is a club, right? That, as I said, the sole project for this club is to win the Champions League. Yeah. There's zero structure at the club. Yeah. There's interruptions from um, El Calafri, the owner, Leonardo, the sporting director, mm. Poch, has you know he's a puppet really isn't he's he? a puppet yeah. um, as much as we criticise him he has barely any freedom yeah. and if you look at individuals and you look at that Barcelona team that Luis Enrique had in 2015 what a team unbelievable probably one of the best teams I've ever seen yeah, yeah. I, it's far, it's we, we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast yeah. 08 Barcelona versus um, 15, 2015 Barcelona but he, he like because because of the structure of Barcelona, those individuals like Suarez, Neymar, and Messi. Suarez came in that season. Neymar came in the season before. They worked together. They were in sync together. Yeah, was, they because were be, because of the history of that club. Yeah. Because of the the foundations built on that club by the likes of Johan Cruyff yeah. in the seventies. Whereas PSG, I'm not being bad on them. What history do they have? No. And that does, what, like, that does you count know, for a lot. Like, it does count for with, a lot. It's the same with Man City, but again, just on the PSG thing, Messi is quite literally bigger than PSG. Like, but so as you, it's an anomaly situation. with Man City because they have Pep Guardiola there. And Pep Guardiola is a project guy. Yeah, He, he lives on a project. PSG, they don't know what they're doing. They do not no, have a They're clear. going from manager to manager, him and Han, with no consistency. They just yeah. need to get, like, give someone a chance. But listen, we do digress, but Al, I'm going to lead you into yes. your favourite segment of the week, which is Famous Faces. Yes. Yes, Paddy. Um, and I believe, you know, the work never stops with you because you used your time in England to chat with some of these famous celebrities, listen, you know, famous I, faces. You know what I mean? I have to work hard for this podcast, you know what I mean? Um, so, yes, I was out. You do. And yeah. I did see some famous faces. And so... On that note, their first famous face of this week is world champion boxer Tyson Fury. And when I met him, I started by asking him what he thought about Cristiano Ronaldo's performance against Tottenham Hotspur on Saturday. Well, I can tell you one thing. It wasn't a dosser performance. He was truly fantastic. Watching him play. Watching him the GOAT. The greatest goal scorer of all time. We didn't mention that, Andrew. We didn't have that. He broke the record and he scored a hat-trick while doing it. The man is fantastic. And Al Foran, you dosser, you dosser, you doubted him. You said that he was finished. And everyone on Twitter got on to you and they said you're a fool, a fool of a man, a dosser. Listen, thanks very much for that, Tyson. I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. You're welcome. Dylan yeah. White's getting knocked out on the 23rd um, of April. I, I'm sure he will. Um, thank you very much, Tyson. Lovely to meet you. Um, and thank you for taking me to the BT Sports Studios where I've just found... Former Man United centre-back, Rio Ferdinand. Rio, how are you doing? You know, listen, Paddy. I mean, watching Manalo yesterday was unbelievable, you know. He does that in, you know, he does that in games. 
Yes, his form has been a little off the last couple of months. But wow. Oh my God, that strike against Spurs. You know what I mean? First goal. And as you mentioned, the header earlier on. You know what I mean? That is, that's instinctive. Wow. You know, and I play with the man. Never doubt the man. Never doubt him. You know, he was unbelievable, Paddy. Yeah. And you were unbelievable. And I want to talk about that guy, Luke, as well, who didn't square the ball to you in the TikTok charity mm-hmm. game. Wasn't that disgraceful, Andrew? It was. Imagine the scenes if Paddy Murphy, right, got that guy, you know, passed it to him by, you know, Luke squares him. I know, it's disgraceful. You know, and Paddy kicks it wide. No, I was not. I was always going to. I was real. I was always. No, gonna listen. Put I'm in. only joking, mate. You would. You would have. You would have buried that. Yeah, I know, unbelievable. It's, it's and imagine the TikTok likes on that. I know it would have been. They would have. It would have banged. But listen, we're talking real, a million likes. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for stopping thank you, by. Paddy. But we're going to quickly go on to the next famous face who I've just bumped into, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew, what are you doing here? Well, it's great to be here with you, Patrick Murphy. I'm a big fan of your TikToks. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Hell, I love it. I mean, sometimes the bias is a bit too much. But I get it. You're passionate. You're passionate for your football club. I mean, they won 2 0. Liverpool against Brighton. 2 0. Luis Diaz with a great header. What a player. Great header. Joel Matip with the assist. I'm, I'm doing the next segment for all of us right now. Your Joel Matip. Your Matip or my Matip? Oh, no, I'm talking about Joel Matip. Oh, yeah. Hell, great. that guy is unbelievable. What a player. The way he plays soccer ball is just incredible. I'm I'm very insulted though. You didn't ask me about Austin FC. I was actually I was a bet. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you, would you sign Matip for? for of Austin? course. Yeah. I mean, we got the money. He yeah. come over to Austin, Texas, great city. You probably have to give him about half a million a week though. Taxes are low in Texas as well. That's why Joe Rogan operates from there. That's why I moved from California because the taxes are as low as you can go. And that's good. Who would your English team be if you had to pick one to support? And who would my it, English? And why, why is it Liverpool? <laughs> Hell, he's teed me up there, I tell you. <laughs> well, it ain't a good time to be an Evertonian, I can tell you that much. No, that's true. We're going to come on to that at some stage. We will, we will, we will. We talked about it last week. Mm. Of course. Yes, indeed. Listen, Matthew, thanks very much for stopping by. You know what? I support the team that you played for on the weekend. That's yeah. who I support. Good. And I- Luke, hang your head in shame. You should have squared it to Patty. Yeah. Matthew, he speaks facts, I must say. Thank you very much for stopping by, Matthew. Appreciate it, Jesus. I'll, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how I managed to. Bump I don't know how people. you know all these people. Uh, my, my, listen, my TikTok is mad. Just it's mad. They all, love, all, they all look. They all love the dances. They're, yeah, they're all watching they Mr. Paddy Murphy on TikTok. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we digress. But now it's time for Premier League chat, and time to take a look around the grounds and see what's going on elsewhere in the Premier League. Yes, Liverpool. Um, yeah, of course. Two 0 against Brighton away. Professional performance, um, never in consistent. They lost against Inter midweek, um, and you know, did it show the first signs of the effort it takes to try to win the quadruple? Um, listen, we lost the game, but you're but, still true. Yeah, but that's, uh, so it's a, it was a weird one. We officially lost, but we really, we still got through. And I feel like if the game was in the balance or we needed a result, we would have. Um, I wasn't too worried about that. A lot of fellow fans were kind of losing their head, but I think Klopp said in his his, his after game conference uh, that he's just football is about knowing which games to lose mm. and which games you can lose, and that was a game we could lose. Um, mm. But no, I'm not too worried. We're true. Um, you know, the chances of a quadruple is purely down to um, 
the game at the Etihad and also the look of the draw if we can beat not just yeah. get the easiest teams possible so that's why you know in the FA Cup whoever's the little lowest team ranked I want to play after Nottingham Forest and then in the Champions League that's why I want Man United if they get through um, but yeah no I'm, life is good as an El Pool fan but I don't want to bore the, the, the people with that because they know that Chelsea me out Chelsea FC <laughs> in the mud Al what do you yeah, reckon the British government sanctions they have frozen bank accounts and credit cards no more ticket sales allowed they can still be shown on TV and receive broadcast revenues. They can still pay their players, but they can't renew any contracts. The club shop is closed and club merchandise can no longer be bought from there. They can be bought from third parties if stock is available. At home games, they are allowed to spend up to £500,000 on security and catering and stewarding. For away games, they are only allowed to spend up to £20,000 on travel. Mad. It's mad, isn't Mental. it? It, I've, I've never seen anything like, quite like this it's a totally unprecedented event just this, this 2022 we just love unprecedented events um, but yeah. you know from 2020 to 2022 it's just been constant unprecedented events yeah oh for sure but this one is like they, they genu- Chelsea could genuinely be in serious trouble now obviously mm. there's a bigger picture here of course we mustn't forget so yeah, there is I, I'd be lying if I told you I knew everything about this and the ins and outs because there's a lot of intricacies that make yeah. it very difficult to kind of follow. But I must say, I must be completely on, honest here. If this means Chelsea go bust tomorrow, I firmly do not care. I'd be happy <laughs> to see it. I think from a, from a serious perspective and a general kind of spiel, it's um, with, with everything going on at the moment, it's a very serious issue. You know, outside of the whole Chelsea thing and and mm. that. Fans like yourself would be happy to see Chelsea liquidated, but <laughs> this no. But this is a wartime situation, mm. and the owner of this club has alleged links to Putin, mm. um, even though he completely denies them. They can't sell players. They can't sign players. Mm. But you know, if a player is essentially trapped at the club, there must there's going to be a way out of the contract for for clubs. But They'll I'm, have to, yeah. But that's, that's, that that poses that poses a good question. Yeah, every single Chelsea player on paper becomes available. Mm. Who would be the first one you'd snap up, and why is it Kante? Yeah, surely oh, Kante. Kante for United. Surely Kante, right? Okay. That'd be, that'd f- be yeah, perfect. yeah. Kante would be perfect, obviously. Kante, you know, it would R- be Rudiger. Dis- that would be unbelievable. R- R- anyway, before this whole um, thing with Abramovich, Rudiger was um, rumored to be leaving Chelsea. Anyway, he's out of contract, so they can't renew that contract. as it stands, which is crazy. Um, I think Reese James is a gem of a signing for anyone. You think so? I think he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, I do feel like. Listen, don't get me wrong. I I do feel sorry for the Chelsea fans. I can't imagine how this how it must feel. Yeah, no. Um, we, uh, however, I don't feel sorry yeah. for the ones that idolize Mr. Abramovich and sing his name over absolutely. Ukraine portrayal. Absolutely, you know, that's Fucking disgraceful. Idiots, like, morons. And people say it's a minority of fan base, but unfortunately, at Chelsea, that seems to be the ma- not majority, but there seems to be mm. a lot of yeah. To, to, to do, like I don't listen. If you have respect for Abramovich as your owner, you do you, but don't overshadow shows of affection and love for Ukraine with that shit it's just and I seen at the Newcastle game they had a a flag with Roman out and I seen a tweet saying we will sing his name loud and proud and passionate or whatever I was like just let it go man like he's a bad he's he allegedly his... a bad apple he's getting out of the club and it's better it's for like I don't know why they're praising him like Chelsea could be in the biggest mess of their history because yeah, of him because of this you know so they're they're, they're gonna pay a massive price for this yeah. and those fans their lack of empathy is disgusting, especially yeah. with what's going on in the Ukraine at the moment. It's some things are bigger than football. So, oh, and obviously this is Paddy, like you know. some things are bigger than football, and I don't even want to get into it. Like you know what I mean? There's fucking 
children are being murdered in this country and that and Chelsea fans priority yeah. is to sing you know the name of an owner who has alleged links to the perpetrator of it's, of all of this so do you know what truthfully I know we're being like fuck it fuck them fuck them fuck you you fucking classless morons show a bit of class My show time. a bit of empathy there are listen we have to read there are Chelsea fans out there that are against mm. Abramovich and that oh, do yeah. agree with these it, sanctions and want something sorted quickly to save their club and the, those Chelsea fans you know their views should be respected but as you said if it is the case that it is a majority of Chelsea fans supporting Abramovich, chanting his name, as you said, having a flag on display in Stamford Bridge, then yeah. absolutely, that you know, they're not they're not fans of that football club. No, and it not. like in the grand scheme of things, it's a minority. Chelsea are a massive club with millions of fans, you know. So it is only a select few of the season ticket holders, and the, you mm. know. But listen, we could talk to the cows come on about this. Um, Chelsea are are in a bad old state. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. At the current time of recording, there is no prospective uh, buyer uh, there. Um, how, so. does, how does John Terry feel about posting up a picture of him and Roman Abramovich? <laughs> I have to thank say... Thank you. What did he say? Ta- thank legend you. Legend best there is or something. Legend best, best there is. But I, I, seen a t- I seen a tweet. It was like, there is no man in history constantly on the, wor- on the bad side of events as John Terry. He always seems to put his foot in Didn't he release an NFT and a bomb 90% down yeah. NF, don't get me started NFTs biggest load of tripe tripe is tripe a word tripe no say tripe tripe isn't tripe the lining of a stomach I ate tripe once <laughs> the lining of a cow's stomach yeah it was a video I was filming it was like hangover curse around the world bile no not no, that's do you ever eat escargot no escargot and get it away from me I would never I would never I couldn't be paid a million I'm quid keeping, to. I'm keeping this it's beautiful Escargot is lovely. Al Thorne here living the high life. Impressions pay well, folks. Eating escargot, fancy. That was one of my first trips at Allison, Paris, oh, yeah. 2018. You're awful romantic, yeah. There you go, Al Thorne's guide. Uh, <laughs> football forum, Al Thorne's roman- romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that. He's <laughs> out. Uh, please just wrap the podcast. I'm <laughs> waffling on here to something shocking. Oh, thank you, Paddy, and thank you, Andrew, this week. Yeah, that's all we have time for. This podcast was brought to you by Go Loud. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts. Whether you're looking for a laugh out loud comedy, a gripping true crime story, or some practical life advice, the Go Loud app is the place for you. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. You'll find Goldmouth first on the Go Loud app and all major podcla- podcast platforms too. Just on the don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Sorry, I know I'm going on here. My daughter this morning was playing with two little dolls, right? And she's watching too much of that YouTube Kids, right? And she had the dolls and she said, that's all That's all we have time for now on my channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye-bye. <laughs> she's three years old. Right, folks, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Thank you, Paddy. Thank Pleasure. you, Andrew Loud, our producer. Au revoir. We'll see you next week. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Light app.